There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. Now it's time for Spotlight Star Wars with your host, Ken Knapsack. Here we are, short edition of Spotlight Star Wars. A lot going on in life this week, but I'm happy to be here talking Star Wars with you. We got an interview, no in memoriam today. Ooh, just couldn't get to a lot of things going on out here in life. But we're not here to talk about real life, we're here to talk about Star Wars, crawling in that Star Wars bubble, celebrating, getting us through the tough times, getting us through the happy times star wars is well it's it's a it's a franchise and a saga for all seasons of the heart glad to be here with you yes i know there is some big news it was dropped quite suddenly though really if you've done your research 
You listen to Four Center enough, and you uh, you know heard Joyce, Joseph uh, coin the phrase Iger Khan a while ago. We know that pretty much any time Bob Iger's going to do a big uh, business call, get your notepads ready. We might have some Star Wars news. We do the Cassie and Andor series, but that is a, a, a bigger topic that I, I could not dive into alone. We have to do that. The Four Center brand is Joseph, Jennifer, and me, and we're going to do that on the main show this Tuesday. Take a big look at the Cassian Andor series, what we know so far, which at this point isn't a ton, which is kind of cool because that means we can speculate wildly and responsibly all at the same time. So if you're uh, listening for that news, that is coming Tuesday. Joseph, Jennifer, and I breaking that all down, and who knows by then what, what else we'll know. We'll address some rumors. Uh, all those kind of things, uh, you know, it's it, sometimes that Star Wars news cycle just kind of drifts down. It, it's so funny. Um, we do Jedi Council live now over there at Collider. We did that Thursday morning. And I've seen some tweets, people uh, saying, hey, you know, uh, Bob Iger's got a call today. Maybe some news is coming in and, and uh, didn't really address it on the show. Then I get off off air and I go back home and my, my friend, the great wrestling heel, the Greek god Papadon, texts me, hey, you know, uh, anything going on? And news is, news is pretty slow. I'm like, it is, it is dead. Star Wars news right now, it is, it is slowed to a drip. A lot of things are just rumors or uh, almost confirmed scoops, that kind of stuff, which are all great and, and it fuels our, our fandom. But right now, it is slow. Even on the Star Wars show last week, last Wednesday, Carboni and Andy Gutierrez we're, we're joking about it. Not a lot of news. So tell him Papadon that. I don't have any inside information. Enough. Boom. I think within five minutes, the first bit of uh, news from IgerCon uh, started to roll out. And now we have some Star Wars news. We've got some tasty morsels to get into. So uh, we will on Force Center Tuesday. I'm here to talk about, well, a couple things. I want to answer a question. I, I get this a lot, and I think I've addressed it in short, um, answered it other places, but it's on my mind today. Sometimes here in Spotlight Star Wars, it's a monologue from me to you, Star Wars fan to Star Wars fan. So sometimes I uh, circle the drain on some things I've talked about before, uh, but they're on my mind again. And I get this question a lot, and I don't know how to answer it other than I've answered it quickly in the past, but I wanted to go into it, and that is the running order of Star Wars movies. As we expand out, what do you want the running order to be? Running order to be to, to for someone who hasn't viewed Star Wars yet, and for the most part, that would be someone younger, right? Um, very rare. I've known cases. Very rare that uh, an, an adult would uh, need to watch Star Wars for the first time and have no prior knowledge of least roundabout way what it is. You can find them. There are cases. I've talked before. One of my friends, he had a his wife. She was raised in Japan, which Japan is, is very big on Star Wars, but just, just not part of uh, our uh, normal pop culture cycle. And so she, she had just missed out on Star Wars, had almost no knowledge of it, could maybe pick out imagery of like, oh, that's from that space movie, but didn't know. So he sat, sat her down and watched the movie in one, two, three, four, five, six order. Um, chronological, if you will, and this was, this was about five, six years ago, so before the, the new ones were coming up, and she was shocked. Little Annie went to the dark side, couldn't believe it. I was always, I loved that. I was fascinated by that, and we've talked about it here before, I just that, that perspective. So I, I get that question. 
we all get that question here in Force Center, the running order. What would you suggest to watch the movies? Uh, in order to watch the movies, you know the question. So um, I, I still stick with it. I st- and, and I don't go for the machete orders or any kind of weird fan edits or any of that stuff. I apologize. Some of you have done fan edits. Some of it, I get things sent to me sometimes. You know, watch, I recut the third act of this movie. God bless you. Do all the work you want to do. It's just not my thing, you know, just not my thing. Uh, I like watching what the, what the creators put out. Um, that's just me. But I go with, I think I have to go with it without hesitation. There's no grand drum roll here for this reveal. It's four, five, six, one, two, three. And then you start getting some questions, right? Do you do you want to go insert solo between Revenge of the Sith and then watch Rogue One, New Hope? I, you know those are those are interesting questions. Those are interesting questions. I still think though the order in which they are coming out is the way to do it. Just because you want to give them the experience, um, it might be different if they're an adult that hasn't been aware of Star Wars or is only on the surface of Star Wars. Um, like, all right, let me finally get into this. Let me go. And a kid might be different. But I think, I still think part of the fun of being a Star Wars fan is experiencing all this as it happens. So if you miss that or you weren't around, uh, you know, maybe you became a Star Wars fan in 1997, special editions. We've talked about that a lot. So you weren't around uh, to get some of the reveals. Or maybe it was 2002, Attack the Clones. You saw that that reek and accolade and nexu and that oh i love this star wars thing so you're gonna experience a little different and i still think though sitting it down and experiencing as it comes out including the standalone films lets you kind of unpack the information as we did it makes it a little more fun the big reveal of all it sometimes just might be just might not be able to experience it in the same way is, of course, the Empire Strikes Back reveal of, of Vader uh, being the father of Luke, and, and as we learn later, Leia, but even then, you know, uh, that's known now. You, you'll never, you might never, unless you're five, you might never really experience that uh, as many experienced it. Quite frankly, I didn't experience it in that way. Uh, it was New Hope, Jedi, Empire was the last one I saw. So even then, for me, it wasn't experienced uh, uh, like Homer Simpson uh, seeing Empire Strikes Back and spoiling it from the line in that famous episode. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, now, you know, I know he's, he's also got a sister. Does he not know that here in this movie? Because he kissed her. Um, but again, I'm seven, so you're seeing it a little different. I still think that's the way. I still think that's the way. Now, what's interesting about, like, what is it, the machete order where you, you pop back between five and six and you go to, uh, what is it, episodes two or three or something like that, and you cut out Phantom Menace or something weird. I, I, again, I don't mean any disrespect. I just, not my thing. Um, I actually understand that. If, if somehow between Empire and Jedi you do a big flashback and you see how it all gets formed, that is, that's interesting to me. I could see the benefit of that. Uh, I just think getting the information rolled out as, as, it, as it was intended works a little better for me. And that includes even something like Solo. Getting some of the backstory. Um, getting, say, whether you like it or not as a fan, if you're listening to me now, but getting the information of L3 is inside the Falcon, I think is more effective when you see it after you've spent a lot of time with the Falcon. 
and then suddenly the little the beeps from L three are the same from that you see later on in New Hope, Empire, and Jedi, uh, and, and, and Force Awakens, and all those. Um, I think he's three uh, PO talking to uh, the Falcon's computer and weird form of dialogue and em- and dialogue in Empire, and even the Falcon's navigational system saying, "Hey, let's go visit Lando." I mean, that has a little bit. You feel it a little better. I think it's a little more oomph to it if you see it in that order where you spent the entire time with this ship and then come solo. Oh, that's cool. That's there. I think I think it works a little bit better. Having the information doled out in in a chronological order, unless you're watching the Clone Wars, which I do suggest at one point trying to do the chronological. I've been doing a Clone Wars rewatch just as it shows up on Netflix and it is, yeah, it's sometimes you're like, oh, wait, wait, where are we? We're jumping back like a year in the story? I don't know. Um, that one, I th- I say, go go mess about and get the right actual order, chronological. But I, I think in terms of the movies, just, you know, one of the big reveals that I love personally, it's really good for me, is the end of Revenge of the Sith when, when we learn that R2-D2 absolutely uh, knew everything the whole time. That's always, be- that's very entertaining to me. And makes you kind of go back and get a different perspective on four, five, and six. Like, oh, what was he trying to say? What, who wasn't listening to him? You know, quite frankly, 3PO, you know, 3PO, what are you doing? What do you, you know, he's trying to tell you some stuff and you're blowing him off. I think that's a little more fascinating if you learn it after the fact. Again, similar to the L3 thing. L3 thing. It is interesting, though, Rogue One into A New Hope. Does that work if you haven't seen it for the first time? And that one, I still say it's new hope. Again, the information, you get it like we get it, and then you can experience it a little better. But that one, I think, flows so well. I do think, and I've watched on YouTube, I have watched one of those fan edits of, uh, you know, the end of Rogue One's going seamlessly into new hope, and and it really does work for me. Um, So that one I could see sneaking that in. But then that would be your first, if you're going with that order, you'd sit them down, you want to watch Star Wars, okay, Rogue One's your starting point. And I, I don't think the first and second act of Rogue One are as strong as even some of the other movies. Uh, um, and I, I wouldn't want your inter- that to be your introduction. I mean, they're good, and I love Rogue One. I really, really do love Rogue One, but... Uh, um, I don't know, the first and second act. You know what? You guys know what I'm talking about. This is what we do here at Spotlight Stores. I have some thoughts. We work it out together as a team. So I'd be curious to hear what you guys think. It also is about your entry point and what grabs you for the first time. And that's been on my mind a lot recently. We've talked about it here in Spotlight Star Wars, and I've been fascinated with that. So when I hear that people have a different entry point into Star Wars than myself or older generations of fans, you know, your, your entry point could be, uh, Star Wars Resistance now. There's an entire generation of Star Wars fans that will eventually be like, oh, my first entry point in Star Wars was Star Wars Resistance. And I recently spoke to people, The first, uh, a lot of people, their first entry point was the Clone Wars. That's why it's theirs. That's why they're so excited for it to be saved and all those kind of things. So uh, 20 years from now, someone could be saying, oh, God, yeah, Resistance, Kaz, Niku, Doza, Jarek, Bucket, Bucket's my all-time favorite Star Wars droid because that's your entry point. Uh, and I, I love that perspective. I love diving into it. And we are approaching this 
year, coming year, 2019, the 20-year anniversary of The Phantom Menace. And, oh, I think we're going to do a lot. I want to do a lot on Spotlight Star Wars about that. I want to dive on in. I hope they do a lot on that Star Wars celebration about it. We'll see. It could be tough to get everyone together, but I hope it's there. Uh, Ahmed Best, I just saw on YouTube, he was putting stuff up about it. He's trying to put maybe some of it into his one-man show. It's time. 20 years have passed. A lot's, a lot's gone on. And it is the first Star Wars movie for a lot of adults. You know? We're not, yeah, millennials, we talk, millennials, they're not 18, you know? That's generation, what is it, Z now? Like Aunt Z and Resistance. So those seven-year-olds that sat down to watch Phantom Menace, they're not 27, 28, fully functional adults, with some of them with children of their own. I can't imagine that, but uh, passing on Star Wars to the next generation, it is that 20-year mark is pretty fascinating to me about the Phantom Menace. So we'll be talking a lot about it here and on this kind of short edition of Spotlight Star Wars as I kind of deal with real life right now, I wanted to take a moment to dive into that Phantom Menace bubble and the perspective of being pulled in by that movie. And I got a great guest. He, he came by um, the Napsock Files, my other personal podcast this week for a great interview. And afterwards, you know, uh, I, I wanted to talk to him about this. It is David Moore. You can find him on YouTube at Real Two E's Real Cool Dude. Reviews movies. Uh, he's a filmmaker himself, and right in that generation, he was ten when he saw Phantom Menace, and he goes on to explain how that was the one that pulled him in. How he had seen the other ones. He was ten. He was a little older. He had seen them, but it was Phantom Menace that pulled him in. I think it's a fascinating perspective. We'll be back to normal in the next edition of Spotlight Star Wars with a. Uh, memoriam all those kind of things but so happy to have david stop by here today we'll see you on the other side of this one one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare. that's why united healthcare offers flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more learn more at uh1.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, Four Center fans, I am here with a very special guest. I just recently had him over on the Knapsack Files, my personal podcast uh, feed, but uh, we met recently at uh, uh, LA Comic Con panel. We were on together, and during the panel, without him really knowing what I was there to talk about, he started talking about how much he has to admit that he loves, well, parts of The Phantom Menace, Darth Maul, The Duel of the Fates, and I'm like, this is my kind of folk. Uh, this is David Moore, the real cool dude on uh, YouTube, uh, uh, Twitter, all that stuff. But David, welcome to Force Center. How are you? Thank you so much. I am wonderful. How are you, Mr. Uh, I'm good. I am a very happy prequelist. Uh, <laughs> and that's a you know, journey the Force Center fans know that it took me a bit to get, but I, uh, it was always in my heart. And <coughs> Star Wars is Star Wars. But I I love this idea. Uh, you know, I got some gray in my beard, and you don't have that gray yet. But uh, <laughs> you've been around a bit, around the Star Wars landscape. But for uh, a Phantom Menace, Episode One was your entry point into Star Wars. Yeah, uh, maybe you've seen it before. I don't know, but that was the one, right? That was that was my first big theatrical experience. Right. I you know I'd seen the others on VHS and that sure. wonderful Darth Vader helmet uh, yeah. set. Uh, the, we had the gold, but then we got the silver because we wanted the widescreen. Absolutely, <laughs> I had the silver too. Um, so yeah, I mean I'd seen them. Mm-hmm. I don't think I appreciated them appropriately at the time because I was a kid. You Didn't know, comprehend it. I mean, or, I, but yeah. I definitely liked it. Sure. But but being able to sit in the theater, mm. being a, a, what I would call myself a fan at that point, yeah, and that having that theatrical... I've always been a fan of, of, of the theatrical experience of, right, the, right. of still going to theaters. Which is, which is why you're in the filmmaking business right indeed, now. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, and so just being able to be there and experience fandom really for right. the first time as well, you know, with the... Oh, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. peers cheering and excited for the same things. Right. Um, that was really exciting. And I just got pulled in um, by the story, by the the grandeur, by um, the worlds. And then, of course, um, by what we were talking about on the panel, the yeah. score. Yeah. So, Little guy, Johnny Williams. He's yeah. done some stuff. Yeah, a couple movies here and there. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. A young, he's a young cat, you know, trying <laughs> to make his way. In the future. <laughs> so that, yeah, so like something like Duel of Fates, which yes. was a big music video at the time, but that stayed with you. Yeah. Carry that th- uh, cinematic theatrical experience with you. Indeed. Mm. Um, I still I listen to that soundtrack right. as if it still like is new and like charting. Oh, yeah. Like I <laughs> I listen to that like regularly. Yeah. Um particularly of course that song, but even Anakin's theme is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um jump over to Attack of the Clones and Across the Stars or is it Across oh, the yeah, Universe? Across the Universe. Across yeah, the yeah. Universe. 
Um, love that theme. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, in Re- Revenge of the Sith, uh, Battle of Heroes, Anakin versus Obi Wan. Right. You know, I just oh, Padme's ruminations for me. Yeah, that oh, dark okay. ominous one. Yeah, and that opening, the the opening one is that Battle of Heroes. I'm so bad with the the, the score titles, but yeah. The, oh, that the, opening one, yes, doom. with the war. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, that's and then the, and then the very like triumphant. Yeah, dun, 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 that's great Star Wars, man. That's a great Star Wars. Yes. So Phantom Menace and, and, and Maul, the lightsaber fight. I, I it's so. I think now, and I'm not. I'm not trying to convince anyone who doesn't like those movies to like them. I, I, right. I just give up on that, and <laughs> and it, I had my own journey to get there. But yeah. like, you look at you look at Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Lucas is giving you all the same things because mm-hmm. it's affecting a ten year old boy. Indeed, you're, you're sitting there in the theater experiencing all the things that people felt in New Hope. Yes. With some, yes. yeah. You know, over time, you talked about how Empire is the one that maybe is you know your favorite. Mm-hmm. That, that all mm-hmm. makes sense. It's supposed to happen that right. way, right? Right. But like, and 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 what's funny is people forget, mm-hmm. like when they really think about it, everybody who saw Episode One mm-hmm. nerded out. Yeah. Like adults, everyone across the board was like, "Oh my god, it's so great! Oh, it's my favorite! Oh, blah 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 Just blah." Just look blah. at those news clip footage. Exactly, of people coming out of the theater. Exactly, like it wasn't until later that people started to like dissect it. Yeah, yeah, and then like see the holes. I mean, all movies have holes, right. you know. Oh yeah, it's just that these are held on such a high pedestal that it's a it's a much longer fall. Yeah. Um. Well, in a ten, you're you're you've got a little bit less of those walls, right? Like exactly. Star Wars, you get pulled in by the lore. Yeah, you get, you get pulled in by the spectacle of it all. You know, right. I could have really cared less, even though I, I could quote the movie. Yeah, I could have really cared less about you know the trade negotiations and things sure, like sure. that. You know, it was once we got talking about Jedi's, and then finally, right. and, I, and as a kid, I was always a fan of films where they allowed a kid to be in the mix with adults and oh, do yeah, yeah. the adult stuff like the action and whatnot, you know? <laughs> so anytime a kid got to, got to get involved. So like, you know, even then I got seen movies like, you know, Goonies and things yeah. like that. So I loved kids in the adventure. You yeah. Know? That's why of course I'm, I'm a huge Spielberg fan. Cause he's all about that life. Right. Um, so yeah. So seeing this little Anakin and that pod race, Oh my God. Sure. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> like all of it. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I'm an only child. That's what I do. (laughs) Like all of it, dude. Like I'm, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. That that I mean, it's so big in scope, and that 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 uh, race. And I remember, yeah, I remember coming out of theater. That was the thing I remember. Like, oh my god, yeah, I want to watch that again. And then I played the games and was addicted to the game. Oh sure. And then of course the the other Jedi power battles for PlayStation was just the greatest thing ever. Um, so yeah, I just, I got sucked in yeah. with episode one. There was just so much to love. I love it. And after that, as we close here, David, you know, so you, you, at, at around 10, you see that movie in the theater and when you, when you get home, uh, maybe figuratively, maybe, maybe literally, what do you do as a Star Wars fan? What do you, what do you tell your parents? Give me that. The, so the I had, <laughs> well, what was funny was I, I did want to rewatch the originals immediately. Right, right. And then I had, because this was the era of a little film called Mighty Ducks. Right. And so I had actual like street hockey sticks. Yeah. I broke one intentionally and made it my first <laughs> lightsaber until I actually owned one. 
So <laughs> God bless you, sir. God yeah. bless you, sir. Yeah, like I just broke off the actual uh I don't know the terminology for parts of a yeah. hockey stick, yeah, the, but the part you slap the puck the, with. We'll call it the slappy part. The slappy part. The slappy fin. The slappy fin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I broke that there, slappy fin. Yeah. And uh yeah, that was uh that was my lightsaber until I finally Got Obi Wan's yeah. and Qui Gon's. Oh. Those are my first two. Did you get yourself a mall eventually? Uh, What's funny is I never did because I just kept using the hockey oh, stick. Oh, kept using the hockey stick. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you got to get yourself one now. You got to yeah. get yourself. You, 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 if even if it's like ordering one on like Amazon or something or yeah. eBay. I have. I do have one. Let yeah. me stop lying. I do have. I have two. Stop lying. Well, so one I had. I I had one of the old Force Effects ones when they were yeah, like yeah. new, and because now everybody's making those. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. when they were new, so I had Mace Windu's. Cool. And purple. then I mm-hmm. purple, the majesty mm-hmm. of the purple blade. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mace Windu, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I have that one as well, but like the the, the smaller like plastic toy with the mm. the now fully retractable plastic yeah. blades, which was like the coolest thing when they finally figured that All out. The way in. Yeah. yeah. But what's funny though is they've sacrificed the material because you can't fight with them as well. I used to legit like fight. Oh yeah, yeah. And they, I, they warp instantly. I, I still have my Luke's uh, green blade uh, from like 95, 96, so it mm-hmm. doesn't fully uh, yep. retract. Yep. <laughs> I know what you mean. It was like a good like and six it, inch portion. And we're talking stopped. 23 years later, mm-hmm. still same D-cell batteries. Yep. Never change them and I use it. <laughs> I don't. I still use it, and it's still holding up. That's still holding funny. up. Uh, holding up just like your love of Star Wars, indeed. And uh, I know you and I could talk a lot more about Star Wars, and we intend to. We'll bring it back here for some Star Wars ranks and all the uh, the good things we do here in Force Center. But I really wanted to sit down with you and just talk about this specific thing, the entry point of Star Wars for many, uh, which is the Phantom Menace. And I think sometimes we older fans. Forget that. That's right. You can't sleep on it. Can't sleep on it. You know, like the, it, there's there's a thing for a generation. Yep. And that was the thing for that generation, my generation. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is Star Wars. Above all, it is Star Wars. David, thank you for coming on in. Tell the people where, where they can find you. Ah, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Real Cool Dude. R E E L Cool Dude, because I'm clever. <laughs> But no, that's where you can find me, guys. Real cool dude. Love it. Thank you so much. Force Center continues here with Spotlight Star Wars. Thank you, David, for coming on in here. Appreciate that, sharing that fresh perspective. That's right. There's other ways to see and connect with Star Wars, and we're going to dive into that. Again, uh, what are your memories of uh, Phantom Menace? Uh, we'll bring back uh, that in the listener memory section here on Spotlight Star Wars, but also going forward, uh, I think here at Force Center, we're going to do, we're gonna fo- do the focus on Phantom Menace. We also have that commentary out there on our YouTube channel. You can check that out if you haven't already. Sit and watch the Phantom Menace with some prequelists. Go to the Force Center YouTube channel. That's where a lot of our in-memoriams are up, encore presentations of Databank Brawl. We're working on some other things, so we hope to get up soon on the Force Center YouTube channel. That is it. That is it. Everyone out there, stay safe. Stay safe. Head on a swivel. Hug the ones you love. This is life. At least we got Star Wars. I'll see you guys next time here on Spotlight Star Wars. Thanks for listening to Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod and follow Ken online, including Twitch, at Ken Knapsack. Consider supporting Force Center on Patreon at patreon.com slash Center. 
Go to forcecenterpod.podomatic.net for more information and use the hashtag SpotlightStarWars to join the conversation. Until next time, this has been Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.